You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. What cameras are we using? Uh, Just the ones, huh? We're going to have to cut all this out because I'm about to swear. Start, start, start. Are we rolling? Start the show. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's going. Oh, we're rolling? Yeah. Oh. Sorry. Forgot to say, sorry. And there, and there's the music. That means it's time for Animal Talk. Some of the most doggone pet people on the planet here to to help you with your pets. Like this guy sitting across from me. Hi, I'm Brian Donovan. Well, you call me the Viceroy. <laughs> is the Viceroy. But you know what? You know what? Hey, listen. <laughs> you know what? I, I, I got to call bullshit on the show. There is oh. no music. I don't hear music. <laughs> it's going it's, to we're gonna put it in in post. You know what? But it's not working for me. <laughs> it's already playing right now. It's and, there. And it's like really this guy there. across from me. My name's Jamie Flanagan. Just making sure everybody has a good time. Matt Fox is on the way. He went to grab coffee. And uh, Sam Nork is pushing the buttons frantically for us because we are getting started a, a little bit late. Clock time doesn't really matter. And uh, we have a guest uh, on the horizon. She's coming <laughs> up. And uh, we're going we're gonna to pull her in straight away. It's, uh, Sam, who, who do we got going there? Laura. Laura, um, who Pet wrote Sitter's the Tale. Pet Sitter's Tale. We had her on in April. Yes. Yes. And the phones are ring-a-ding-a-dingin'. Hi, this is Laura. Laura, hey, it's Jamie and Brian from Animal Talk. Hey, Laura. Hey, guys. How are you? I just sent you a DM on Twitter. No, like, that's, that's we cool. Are tonight? We are, <laughs> and Sam's here as well. Well, here's a story, uh, Laura. We're, uh, we're podcasting uh, junkies, really, is what it is. And uh, we have another podcast called The uh, Man Cave Happy Hour. And uh, we talk okay. about uh, spirits and whiskey and cigars and stories. And we were recording an episode of The Man Cave right before we were recording this episode of Animal Talk. And uh, cigars and vodka got the best of us. <laughs> I've been there. So we, we, we were we were we were like kibitzing and wrapping up with the guests that we had on and then uh I and I'm like, Yeah, we gotta get started because we gotta do this show and we have our guest. Oh my god. And we yeah. were like, Oh crap. And it's like, oh my god, it's already quarter after and it and by the time we fired everything back up for the second show, we were a little late getting to you. So I apologize profusely. No worries. So no worries. uh we're lubed up the uh, over here <laughs> on Animal Talk. Uh it's uh, it's gonna be a good one today I, I got a feeling um it is it's uh it's gonna be a good one but the pet sitter's tale is uh is, is the 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 book that you wrote correct absolutely it's a collection of dog walking and pet sitting stories from hollywood yeah and uh, uh so how's the book doing uh you know it's doing okay i mean always be doing great if it were a bestseller it would be fantastic but you know um i'm happy with it i'm promoting it a lot so i'm going on a lot of tv shows which i love i just i really love that part because i a lot of times will bring an adoptable pet with me so i'll partner with the humane society or a local shelter and they'll give me a dog that's available and that's the fun part for me because i'll be like hey laura the dog got adopted you were on the show it was great so you know selling the book is sort of like a byproduct of getting the dogs adopted so, so that's, it's all good so you like doing tv i love that i've, I love I've done that. a few that's things on tv like, i just can't i can't do it i can't it's it's tough for me well you know i went I'm not great at it. I mean, let's just say that sometimes it's better than other times. It depends on the interviewer. I mean, if the interviewer is into it and they have pets and they're all about it and they're enthusiastic, then and they ask good questions, it just the flow is really natural. Just like you guys do in your podcast. 
But if the interviewer is just kind of like filling time, waiting to get the next story or the next guest, you can feel it. You know, it, it's you can feel it. And there's no real engagement. There's no there there. And, you know, it's hard. So, you know, it's it, it, it takes two to tango. It really does. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're the only thing we've got. So our attention <laughs> is all on you. That is that is it. Oh, <laughs> uh, but I had a question for you. So when we as a, as a dog sitter, um, how much do you work with behavior? Do you do like, you know, bits of training with the dogs that that you sit uh, or you just kind of mind your time and get the hell out? (laughs) Well, you know, we do a meet and greet before every job is, you know, before we agree on anything. And during that meet and greet, sort of like the job interview. So I'm trying to make sure the dog's not going to chew my face off and the people are going to make sure that I'm getting along with the dog. They trust me in the house. All that good stuff. But we do basic obedience training. I mean, nothing's worse than going on a walk with a dog that's just pulling your arm out of the socket. So if the dog doesn't have at least minimum socialization, you know, then it's no fun. But, yeah, we can work on them. And we always do that on the dog walks because the dog walks are catered to the dog. And so if they are being trained or they have been trained, then we will reinforce any training that the owners have already done. That's cool. So, well, that's what I wanted to know was, uh, cause you meet, you know, in your job, it's a, you meet new dogs all the time. So how, how do you, um, introduce yourself to a, a new dog? Well, first of all, I always put treats in my pocket. Ah, there you go. <laughs> That's like Matt. When he was young, they had to tie a stake around his neck for the dog to play with him. Hey, that, 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 that's true. Stop it. That's, that was private. Um, you know, I did that in the beginning. Like In the beginning, because if you read my book, you can kind of see that I fell into dog walking and pet sitting. I didn't start out as that mm-hmm. figure. I came out to L.A., um, from Chicago to be a makeup artist. And that was my dream. You know, I was going to be makeup artist to the stars and collect Academy Awards and travel all over the world and all that kind of stuff. And I wound up really struggling as a makeup artist and then sort of accidentally um, met a celebrity who I happened to be taking care of a dog just for extra money. She asked me if I was a, a dog walker and I said I was, and it kind of snowballed from there. So I had to learn as I kind of went along. And so in the beginning, I was super nervous, like, what if the dog doesn't like me? So I would always put, like, um, treats in my pocket. Uh So at least the dog would feel like, oh, she smells good, you know? Yeah. (laughs) So, Brian, is that a good tactic? Yeah, rub a little uh, beef jerky behind your ears. Never heard of it. (laughs) So dating was difficult for you, right? So it's... uh... I think I went on a Tinder date with you. You smelled like bacon. <laughs> I, it's, not a com- it's not a complaint, Laura. Hot dogs. Hot dogs. <laughs> I love hot dogs. <laughs> oh. But uh, so, and that's the the second part of it that I was curious about. So you do you as a as a pet sitter, and you you take the dogs on walks, and you get them their exercise throughout the day. Um, you encounter other dogs on walks. How do you how do you introduce a dog to another dog? We don't. Okay. We actually, that's one of our golden rules. So okay. unless the client says specifically, oh, um, Fluffy across the street is a neighbor's dog. Mm-hmm. If you see them, they love each other. It's, it's okay for them to socialize. 
I just tell all the dog walkers and the pet sitters who I work with, you know, avoid other dogs because it doesn't matter if your dog is friendly. It doesn't matter if the other dog is friendly. Um, What can happen a lot of times is dogs get leash aggression. You know, it's something about being at the end of that tether and they also pick up on the energy from us and whatever, something could happen. You know, that dog is always friendly, but that day, you know, he's got a tick on him and it's bugging him and nobody has discovered it yet. And he's in a bad mood. So normally he's going to be wagging his tail and social and happy, but that particular day, you know, he's, he's going to, he's going to bite the other dog. You just never know. So it's better to just remove the possibility. So we don't really encourage socializing on the walks now. Dog park visits. Yes. Puppy play dates. Yes. Um, you know, if you're having a bunch of dogs over or I do boarding in my home, you know, yes, yes, yes. But on the walks, there's just something that changes the dog's behavior on the walk where yeah. sometimes they're just, they're just not as friendly. And that leash, it's, you know, it's actually, it's a thing. It's called leash aggression and a lot of dogs get it. Brian, you had mentioned something about, you know, when dogs on a walk, the pack mentality. Is that something that, uh, well, you know what, um, when, when I, when you mentioned, uh, the, the leash aggression, uh, years ago when I first started hearing about dog parks, yeah, and I was a dog trainer back then, and I, sure. I thought, what a disaster. These yeah. dogs are going to be attacking each other. It's going to be a, a, a horrendous mess because I had always walked dogs on leashes when I trained, right? Yeah. That's very common. But what happens is just the opposite. When the dogs are free, they don't feel the, uh, that need to be aggressive. And so, um, yeah, the leash actually causes the dog to feel a little mm. bit tense, you know, be a re- little restrained, probably a little bit compromised. So they get, uh, they're actually more aggressive when they're on leash than, than <laughs> when they're in a dog park just hanging out with other dogs. So, right. yeah, all the, uh, all the, all my worst fears didn't come to fruition when uh, these dog parks started popping up. So, yeah, yeah I, I definitely it's get it. crazy. Yeah, I totally get that. You know, and I think something on the opposite end of that spectrum is, you know, when they're free, they feel like they can get away from the other dog. You know, if they're running around yeah, in right, like a big right. dog park and there's that one dog who's always a dick, you know, he's running around <laughs> with the other dog. It's always a you dick. Know, and he, yeah. You know, and he's yeah. like aggressive and he's running around and, you know, he's stealing everyone's balls and he's, you know, he's, he's that dog. And your dog's like, oh, no, if I'm just here to sniff around, have a good time, you know, and it's that one dog, yeah. you know. So, mm-hmm. no, I think if they can get away way then it's better for them i mean just think of it from our point of view i mean would you rather go where you're like handcuffed to your partner or would you rather go and mingle somewhere where you're not tethered to somebody else so wait what's what's of, the, i don't get the difference sense. yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh wait we're, all right i'm sorry i was thinking of something else uh, um so are you do, do you do this full-time laura is this like a do you have a full-time business do you have employees I, yeah, yeah, and I, I do it full-time i have independent contractors i have two different locations um yeah, it's uh, it's a real thing. It's happening. Yep. Now you're still in California. I'm still in California. Yeah, I'm doing it out of um, Los Angeles, out of Ventura County. Um, I'm right on the border between LA and Ventura County. So I have a location, and I have a location in Marina Del Rey. You guys are in Detroit, right? Yes, Correct. we are. Yes. Detroit. Now, okay. So now, um, would you recommend, uh, or, or what advice would you have for people who are thinking about going into it? I mean, you stumbled upon it. You accidentally became a pet sitter and dog walker. Would you recommend this as a career for people? If you love dogs, if oh. you're devoted to pets, absolutely. I mean, it's like anything. If the devotion is there, if the, the desire is there, 
Absolutely. You can do very well. But the flip side of that is you're working long hours mm-hmm. and you're, you know, you're giving up a lot of your, t- your, your time. And, you know, I would say if somebody wants to get into pet sitting, see if you enjoy, if you enjoy it, you want to build a business, you know, be ever so careful with the people that you hire because there's really not enough work that one person can do all of it. I mean, that's what happened to me. I got busy right away and kind of business 101 is hiring people. And that was really difficult. I mean, I thought that would be easy. I come from a uh, background, you know, I was doing um, executive recruiting before and corporate sales. So I thought, well, I have an edge. I can hire people. This is going to be easy to hire people to be dog walkers. This is a no brainer, but oh my gosh, the opposite was true. It's really hard to to hire somebody to do something like dog walking because if you're doing it because you think, you know, there's going to be money in it or there's any kind of glamour, it's wrong. You know, you <laughs> yeah. have to do it because you love the pet. Right, right. Yeah. It, it is one of the toughest things, hiring people that you can trust because, you know, you have, um, you're, you're caring for these animals. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of trust involved yeah, with hiring yeah. somebody and, you know, that they're going to represent you well and take good care of the pets and, um, yeah, it's, uh, I, I, I feel your pain. I mean, I, I had to go through it as well, training dogs. And then as the business gets bigger, you hire trainers and you're, they're never quite as good as you think you are. And, you know, all that kind of, you know, plays into it. But, yeah. um, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. You're, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. You're doing it wrong. Oh my God. Right. You know, and that's the thing. You hire somebody who has a little experience and next thing you know, they're recommending this crazy stuff to your clients. And you're like, you know, if they don't ask you, you know, what you think their dog should be eating, then don't recommend that they start making gourmet meals for their dogs from scratch. You know, just, just do your best and don't get involved too much because yeah, employees, man, it's, it's a tough thing. Oh, and yeah, yeah. I'll tell you, I mean, I wrote one of the chapters in my book is called Dog Walkers. And it's just about like all the crazy dog walkers that I've hired along the way and how, <laughs> you know, ultimately they undid a lot of my hard work, uh, lost me clients, stole the business, you know, just disaster after disaster. Hey, it's, listen, it's, you should, you should really try, hard. you should try opening grooming shops. <laughs> I, I have some stories for you with groomers. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite all time story of Brian <laughs> and think his grooming shop with this too. is, yeah. is the guy who would wash the cats. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's like, cause yeah. you know, giving a cat a bath is a really difficult thing. And this, yeah. this gentleman, uh, would always volunteer. So I got this. It's not that big of a deal. And he was like really successful. You never came out with scratched up arms and you were just, Brian, you were just always amazed. Yeah, until I watched him do it. Yeah. How did he? How did he manage to wash these cats without getting messed up? He uh, he went out to his car and got a plastic milk crate, <laughs> put the cat under the crate in the bathtub, and then poured flea dip through the through was, the crate. Was that his last day? Yeah, it was his last day. I'm like, Fred, what the hell is wrong with you? Is this? <laughs> Is he's, this how you've been washing cats? Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm, I'm an expert at this. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> right. Problem solved. Yeah. Oh, I, I have some stories for you. Oh, my god. That's gosh. my favorite one. That is, I just see it's like the Tasmanian devil and the little arms coming out of the holes. Oh, oh my right. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <sighs> yeah. No, I don't do grooming. People often, when I first started the business, maybe a couple years into it, I got a wrap on all my cars. It was wrapped all across the card. Had this cute little logo. It said, your dog's best friend. It had my phone number on it the website it was wrapped like the whole thing bumper to bumper 
And people would always call and say, are you a groomer? I'd be like, nope. It's dog walking, pet sitting, <laughs> boarding, overnight stays, basic obedience training. Where does it say grooming? But always people call yeah. and say, how much you charge for grooming? Right, I'm like, right. nope, I'm not a groomer. <laughs> I wouldn't even pretend. It's the worst business on the planet. Don't even think for a second to do grooming. What input? Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. I yeah. never would consider it. The last horrific grooming story I heard, or I think I read it somewhere, was a groomer had accidentally shaved off one of the dog's ears that she was Whoop. clipping yeah, and it happens, the client yeah. comes to pick up the air the, the, the dog and uh you know the ear is often she was like well what did you do you know yeah. to the client they're like no 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 i, I just picked up my dog the ear is shaved off she's playing know, a Steelers wheels stuck in the middle with you what <laughs> it's uh <laughs> yeah it's, it's, it's like a little scene out of reservoir dogs well i don't know why i came here tonight i got this feeling that's so oh, i don't know what man. happened to mr pink's ear <laughs> why do you gotta be why do i gotta be mr pink was the that's dog it. named mr pink <laughs> oh poor yeah, but dog but i walked a whip at once named devo oh <laughs> Uh, a whippet name, Devo. Yeah, I love a little that. hat. Little, yeah. I love that. So, Laura, do you have any pets at home yourself? I do. I have my dear senior dog, Dexter. He's a tweeny. He is um, they're getting up there a little bit, but oh, gosh, he's so cute. I love him so much. He's even cuter now that he's a little older. What kind of dog is he? A Chiweenie. He's a Doxy and Chihuahua mix. Okay. Isn't there a, a picture Chiwini. of that mutt on your on your? So don't, it, Brian, whatever you do, don't Google Chiweenie. Because <laughs> you might not go where you want to go. Your, your fiance it may have some questions for you. <laughs> delete your history after that one is all I'm saying. Chiwini. Not talking from experience yeah, no, or anything. but uh, All right. <laughs> all right. I have a behavior question. For his question, an email question. We, we sometimes will grab email questions and we'll answer them. I got one here. Laura, maybe you can help us out with this because uh, you may have some insight. Uh, what does my dog do all day when I'm not home? Well, mostly sleep. I mean, mostly <laughs> dogs sleep during the day. <laughs> that is... But, you know, that goes to tiring your dog out. So people say, oh, Laura, you know, my dog has separation anxiety or my neighbors are telling me my dog is barking and crying. Well, that's because your dog isn't tired enough to go to sleep. So it's your job to provide that physical, emotional, and mental stimulation so that your dog isn't looking for trouble or, you know, taking the toilet paper out of the bathroom or chewing through the walls. You know, so mostly they should be sleeping. So I would say 75, 80% of it should be sleeping, waiting around for you, whatever. But I would say Mostly sleeping. That's ideal, right? Absolutely, yeah. And, uh, you know, as you indicated, um, it really, really helps the dog if you have uh, one or two times a day, more if would be great, where you can take the dog out for a walk at the same times each day to kind of cycle the dog so the dog know, you know, starts to anticipate certain points in the day when, you know, their energy level will be higher. And then when you're gone, hopefully the energy level is lower. But, yeah, if you can do that for your dog, Maybe hire a, a, a pet sitter to come in and synergy. And, and uh, <laughs> that's exactly yeah, it. And yeah. that's right, exactly the perfect time you yeah. need a pet sitter yeah. to be able to maintain that schedule. If you got a kooky schedule, you have a business schedule, where you're out of town, yeah. you can't do that walk every day, and you want to maintain that consistency for your pet, a pet sitter is a, a beautiful thing. Um, have you found that to, to be true of, of being on time with uh, your appointments with your pets? 
Absolutely. So we always give give our clients or ask them for a time range because most people, let's say typically, they'll leave at seven, they're back by seven. But so you've got 12 hours. So they'll usually say, okay, can you come between like one and three or, you know, my husband's home at five, so maybe move it up a little bit. So most people want to hit that sweet spot where it's like right in the middle and get the dog out, do their business, take a look around, have some adventures because if you never take your dog on a walk, it's like living in a fishbowl for them. You know, same smells every day, nothing new. You know, it's 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 boring. Absolutely. Um, all right. Uh, now, your 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 company is your dog's best friend, correct? Yep. Mm-hmm. Your dog's best friend. And what other services do you offer? Okay, so we do pet sitting, we do dog walking, we do basic obedience training, we do overnight stays in our clients' homes, and we board inside our home. And then, you know, we do the ancillary things, people, and I don't advertise these, but you call me up and you're saying, hey, my dog's at the groomers, can you pick him up and bring him home? Or can you do an airport run, which I did one time, it took me almost three hours to get to LAX from Uh where I live, and I thought, you know what, I could not charge enough for this, so, you know, (laughs) unless somebody was really desperate, come on. Um, So, those kind of things, I mean, we do do pretty much all of it, I just don't do grooming. Hmm. Okay. Are we going to see a sequel to The Pet Sitter's Tale? I think so. I mean, right now I'm working on getting the audio book out. That should be out by December. It's being edited right now. Um, So, um, you know, I'm kind of working on the screenplay for it. So uh, I don't know if it'll be a sequel. But I definitely like to see it. I'd like to see it made into a movie. And even more than a movie, I'd like to see it as a play where if I could work this out, and I've been talking to people about it, I'd like to get adoptable dogs in the play on the stage. And when people come to see the play, they can go, Oh, that's an adoptable dog. Maybe we'll get the dog from the play and just have a couple dogs, you know? Oh, that's a cool idea. That's so cute. So in the movie, in the movie version, Laura, in the movie version, who plays the coquettish wannabe makeup artist, (laughs) now dog sitter. Oh God. You know, I don't know because everyone that I suggest to my husband, like she's too old. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, I I got it, I got it. How about uh, like Tyler Perry? It could be like a Medea thing. <laughs> Medea's pet sitting adventure. <laughs> I, you just sold the you just sold the the millennial on it there. There you go. Oh, God. <laughs> oh you better not pull on that lease. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna. Oh my God. Uh, she's crying too. Uh, all right, so one more. I got another behavior question for you. If you want to try to wrangle this between you and Brian, maybe you guys can rub your heads together and figure this out. Um, I want to train my dog to stay off the bed, but he keeps jumping back on. Usually at five a.m. Why does he do this? So, as, as a pet sitter, right? The, the 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 pet parents probably have rules like yo the pets shouldn't be on the couch but mom and dad are gone and it's just like you're like the substitute teacher you know it's like hey <laughs> i'm going on the couch mom's not here uh so how do you how do you uh, how do you do that how would you train a dog to stay off the couch or stay off the bed well it's easy to get him to stay off the couch so tin foil you can put down aluminum foil they hate the feeling of tin foil ah, and they won't really? go on the couch um or you can flip the cushions up um but i had a client who had a tiny little dog and he found a way to go on the couch 
in between those pieces of tinfoil. I mean, the little <laughs> tiny bit of tinfoil that wasn't covering the couch. Yeah. You know, the dog was they high. found the corner. Um, yeah, it's, that's something you have to establish in the beginning, and you have to be consistent. If you let him on the couch one time, yeah. on the bed one time, forget it. It's done. It's so, done. They're always going to think that they can go on the couch or on the bed. So what do you, what, what about that 5 a.m.? You're, you're out cold, and you're sleeping, and they, they, they pounce on you. How do you going to? What are you going to do, Brian? What are we doing? Oh, well, I mean, I guess you can make sure that they don't sleep in the bedroom. You can crate them. I yeah. mean, they're probably trying to get you up. I mean, that's what's <laughs> happening. So if you don't want them to get you up, lock them out of the bedroom. I want to go out I, now. So my dish is empty. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? what does, yeah, what does a, a dachshund like chihuahua behavior. mix I mean, that sound. sounds like cat behavior to me. Pouncing, yeah. You know, and dogs, I mean, my dog doesn't get up unless I get up. I mean, he lets me sleep as long as I want to. <laughs> 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 very amazing dog. As a matter of yes. fact, my husband will get up because he goes to work sometimes before me and he'll go, come on, Dexter, you want to go out? You want to go out? And Dexter's like, no, I'm not getting up till mommy gets up. And he won't go out for my husband. He just stays on the bed with me so i think you know that's one of the the beautiful things about having an older dog or a dog you've had for a long time Mm -hmm. they just get it you know they're they're creatures of routine just like we are they they know they're not supposed to wake you up at five o'clock unless it's an emergency all right so the the websites uh is it what's the website again um, so go to the website, it's the Pet Sitter's Tale, T-A-L-E dot com, and you can find the link to my dog walking business there and a link to buy the book there. Excellent. And uh, let's watch for the movie starring oh, yeah. Tyler Perry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. No, that's what I want to know. The audio book, did Tyler you? Perry do it. I yeah, like it. I love that. I love that. The audio book is going to be fun. Did you read, did you, uh, read the audio book? I did. Oh, I did. how was that? How was that? How long? How long is? Because uh, I, 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 how long is the book? How many pages is is the book? The book itself isn't that long. Um, it's about one hundred and thirty pages, I want to say. But there's some dog pictures in there too. Sure. But it's not a very long book. But the the thing is that um, it takes longer to to read it out loud than just to really read it. How so long? Yeah. How long did it take you to record that? Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, my husband, God bless him, said, okay, rented you a professional studio. I got it for the day. Uh-oh. Do you think you'll get it done in a day? And I said, absolutely. I mean, sure. it's not worn piece. Not? I yeah. books, and I know the material. It's going to be great. Well, he was producing it. So he gets in the booth and I'm at the podium and I'm reading it. And he's like, stop. I'm going to need you to do that again. Yep. And I was like, oh, my God, this is going to take to the last final minute, uh, the last story. You could kind of hear it in my voice. Uh, I was just like, I'm so done. You're rolling up like, the newspaper, and you're going to swat no. him on the nose. <laughs> it, is, it is hard. I hope it turned out good. Um, so the, per- the person who's editing it, it has sent me back the first couple chapters and they sound pretty good and I hope it wasn't a mistake. I'm reading it myself. You know, they say that it can really help your book to read it yourself because you know, the material, you, you know, where to insert the emotion in your own voice. So I actually am really hopeful that the audio book will do great because I don't know if you guys know this, but audiobooks are really disrupting like the Kindle and the paperback and the book market. I mean, they're like a real you know, thing people don't have time to read anymore. They're oh, yeah. listening to audiobooks. So I'm really hoping that the audiobook book will just crush it. So yeah, I think it will. You know what I do when I buy a book? I, I always get it uh, in uh, on Audible and on Kindle. Mm-hmm. So because sometimes I just like to read. Other times, you know, right. you can't. You're uh, 
You know, you just uh, you're in the car or something. You know. So, Brian, who should read the uh, book, the audio book? Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry, <laughs> <laughs> of course. James Earl Jones, of course. So, so yeah, Tyler Perry. Just stick with Tyler Perry. Let's call him up. No, that, that, that'd be great to hear your voice. And every five minutes, your husband comes in. We need more cowbell. <laughs> <laughs> I got a fever. Ah, <laughs> uh, Laura, thanks for putting up for us, putting up with us I, again. That's <laughs> that man cave. Still kicking in a little bit. Sorry. Uh, but thank you for being with us again. It was so much fun. Thanks for having me on. And hit me up on Twitter. You know, I love, I love Twitter. Like, I'm kind of addicted to it. So let's, let's interact on Twitter. I'll let you know when the audiobook's out, and we'll, we'll talk about that again. We'll see if we can get Tyler Perry on this time. <laughs> yeah. That's you. my goal. There That's my goal go. in life right there. All right. <laughs> thank care. you. Thank you. Talk to you later. Thanks, guys. Be right. well. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh man, that was... <laughs> <laughs> what you got there, Brian? <laughs> he, he drank coffee with the tuna. <laughs> oh, oh, happy Halloween, man! It, yeah, it's kind of uh, it's kind of <laughs> Halloween edition. There's only uh, one and a half holes. <laughs> <laughs> What's you scratching there? There's uh, one and a half <laughs> holes. So <laughs> uh, this is uh, you know podcasts last forever. So who knows when people are listening, but. This is our, our last show here before so Halloween. It, it, was a, it was a couple months back that, holes. and we uh, yeah. no, that's the point. We were all supposed to cut our own holes in so, appropriate um, or inappropriate places. Greg's coming in <laughs> when you oh, guys when you guys were oh, out shit. when you guys were out smoking <laughs> cigars. Yeah, um, I shit you not. <laughs> Sam had her had, had her sheet over her head, and she's poking scissors into where her <laughs> eyes are. <laughs> Cutting with the scissors. Nobody right. can see me. I don't even know why I put it on. <laughs> All right. So, so a few months back, uh, Sam said, "You guys got to watch this movie." And that, or she told Brian, "You have to watch this movie." It was called a Ghost Story. Yes, right? a Ghost that- Story. It's yes. the worst movie. Greg, have you ever heard of the Ghost Story? Let's get him plugged in there. So. Yeah. With with Casey Affleck. Casey Affleck. Oh my god. No. It's oh a- my god. It is no, but now worst. I want to. It's, oh yeah, you got to watch. He it doesn't angry. even talk in it. You have to turn up the volume, the the volume on the TV up to a hundred to hear him. Well, what's give me one of his? He has like six lines. Yeah, yeah Brian says, knows them all by heart. He give says, me, give uh, me one, Brian. Seriously, he's not too far off. He actually. can't enunciate, and he has like six lines in the whole movie, and you and each one you have to replay and say what what is. Then he dies. Too far apart. Where them scissors at? <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, I, yeah. I'm really hoping. I just good thing I'm not wearing a pointy hat. Is these, are these headphones? <laughs> oh my god! We gotta take that off of here. Yeah. Jeez. Right. I need a rubber band to hold that together. <laughs> Greg's like, I need. Greg's like, I need more vodka for yeah, this. Well, yeah. I'm. Yes. So wearing these, it's like, well. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that so this was this camera. was the movie right here. Sam, why are you not taking pictures? That's of this? nice. I love oh, okay, that. Okay, wait, hold on, hold on. Can you can you smile? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny. Seriously, Greg, rent the movie. It's called The Ghost Story oh with Casey God. Affleck. All right, it's I'm... the oddest thing you'll ever see. Well, it, so he die, he dies right. This is uh, he dies strained, within the first it's a strained, twenty minutes. It's strained relationship, right? Yeah. Would yeah. you say it was a strained relationship? Uh, yeah, there's some tension there. Yeah, <laughs> and then the the husband, a young couple, and then Casey's off, and he he dies. Yeah. And then he appears literally in a sheet like this for the rest for of the, the rest of the movie, and uh, and he a, says nothing. And there's a there's a it's girl sad. there's a girl ghost across the way, 
You can tell she's a girl ghost because it's she a flower sheet. She has flowers on her sheet. I, <laughs> and then there's this whole time he's like, I, pick. He's like, there's, he's trying to pick at the wall. Because, because he's doing his, this. Wife, his wife put a note in the wall and he wanted to know what it said. So he's just picking he's at picking, the wall with his ghost. Picking at the wall. <laughs> Do I drink before I watch this movie? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, it's definitely. good. It, it's sad. I we, mean, that part where he jumps off that building and then he's in the Pioneer. Like, <laughs> but don't give it away. You know? It's funny and it's sad. I cried. Did you really cry? Yeah. But, Sam, you're an idiot. You, well, <laughs> Well, was it? It wasn't something you cry over. It's something you say. How am I going to get this time back? <laughs> See, I was so mad. But, I demanded Brian give me my ninety nine cents back. You, did, you, did. you, know, what, you know what I appreciated about uh, walking into this because it almost made me feel like you guys were kind of. De- Dressing up what I'm doing for Halloween this year. <laughs> what are you doing for Halloween this year? Well, this year I'm I, I've got to dress up for work. It's it's a long story. Okay, so I'm just going to bring a box of cereal with a knife in it. Right? Yeah, cereal sure. killer. killer. Oh wait, ah. no, no, no. But, but there's but, more. But there's more. Ah. I'm just going to put half a bed sheet on my head. So I'm going to be a piece of sheet cereal killer. <laughs> there you go. Well, here you go. I have your costume right here. Exactly. <laughs> or you look like a little bit like the elephant man. He does. <laughs> oh, I'm not an animal. He does. No. Matt has got a no. serious elephant man thing going on. It's just no. awesome. Wait, I got to take pictures. Oh, man. Wait, if you could Did you get see. me? Yes, I got you. Okay. All right. Then I can. See I don't it? have to, because it was getting hot under there. <laughs> oh, come on, you guys. Is, uh, oh, boy, this went sideways really fast. Yeah, yeah we're not even talking about animals anymore. Um, so, uh, there was a lot of vodka, um, oh, it's it wasn't, actually, it wasn't that much, no, it wasn't, but, but it was, it was good. It was good. So good. we did that. We did uh, an episode of the man cave happy hour before this. Yes, and, we did. uh, and that's why uh, we were late. So. We were a little late. Well, they're not going to know we're late, but it'll be because... a little shorter than normal. Yeah. We might go longer. Who knows? So Greg, do you have any pets? Do I have, oh, uh, yeah, I've got, yeah. I've got yes. three dogs and a cat. Oh, really? really? And so, my cat is 18 now. Uh, what kind of what kind of dogs do you have? Spoiled, Spoiled. Cavalier <laughs> King Charles Spaniels. Oh, okay, yeah. In a can, in a can, yeah. in the tub. <laughs> yes. Elliot Pearl and Primrose. Oh, how regal! Oh, yeah, they're yeah they're they're classy as yeah. <laughs> classy as fuck. Why, yeah, why, why, yeah. the, why the Cavaliers? Why uh, did you choose that breed? Honestly, because my ex-wife wanted the breed, you can and relate. and because and then one thing led to the other, and it was kind of neat because for a while there, I lived with three bitches. <laughs> <laughs> my God, <laughs> two girls. Yeah, come on, I had to do it. it no, but no, you know, and, and and it just turned out that I I just really like the dogs. But yeah. I mean, you know what? I'm just I just like animals. I yeah. just you know what? Give me give me a dog. Give me a cat. I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, um, so uh, you mentioned you know you, you, you legalization. Uh, so this is my segue. Legalization. <laughs> um, <laughs> Give me a dog and yeah. pot. What? Yeah. Well, because yeah. great. How's is, that working uh, out for Canada? For, uh, you guys uh, loving it? Canadian. What are you uh, even doing here? I mean, I'd be there. No, because we're out of it. One of those we ran out. They ran out the first day. Oh, did you really? Within 36 hours, <laughs> there's a shortage in Canada. You're uh, kidding me. Wait, really? That's hilarious. Oh my god, it's 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 the funny <laughs> it's the funniest thing because they're like if you go to the websites, you know, the the government websites that say, "Hey, you know, this is where you can buy it." They're like, "Oh, you might get it in 3 months." That's funny. Jerry down the street's like, 
I still have some. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I think they paid Jerry? off their national debt in 36 hours. Oh, anyway. yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It'd be, all, all the pot dealers are named Jerry. <laughs> of course, that's why his name's Jerry. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's, it's – it's, yeah, yeah, Canada's happy right now. Yes, they are. And right now, the uh, sales of Doritos and uh, and chips of, and poutine <laughs> out the poutine. <laughs> poutine is that a decidedly Canadian thing? Oh, that is decide. Oh, oh yeah, gosh, okay. butter tarts. What what could be more Canadian? <laughs> now I feel like we're going to bust into a bare naked lady song. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just like. <laughs> Do you want me to go there? <laughs> no, no. Dijon ketchup. Oh. <laughs> Everything's just funny, even if I don't get it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, Brian, is it that time, Jamie? No, it's not. I, I don't. I don't have anything like that lined up. I need to. Uh, Sam needs to find a good uh, animal Halloween joke. We didn't even talk about anything right now. Wow, no, this no, is I really got, short. No, 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 no. Okay, we're not, we're right, nowhere near You guys are talking animals, though. Yeah. Is it? Do you ever feel sorry? Okay, my and I'm not being mean about my ex-wife, but but she would always dress up the dogs oh. in costumes. Oh, and it the, should be illegal. Thank you. Yes. My I the dogs they would look at me and they'd go they they'd stare me in the eyes and they'd be like, "You're the fucker who's letting this happen." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'd be like, "No, no, no. I'm, you guys are going to get treats. I'm going to give you a lot of like sweet potato. Here, I'll I'll make you chicken." And they'd be like, "No, this won't make it. This won't make it better." <laughs> no, yeah, it's it's awful. I mean, people do that. Uh, this anthropomorphizing of 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 pets, and you know, uh, you got to dress them up. And oh, look at uh, little little Sammy feels embarrassed. You know, let me put on a different skirt. You know, <laughs> for him. You know, it's it's. I think it's it's uh, horrendously. Um, I think it's it's borderline abusive. Why? Why do that to an animal? To a proud animal like a Cavalier King Charles Spaniel? Yeah, they should never. They should never look like Eeyore. That's right. <laughs> you know, you know, I'm sorry. Wah, wah. You know, oh. Do you dress up your animals, Jamie? Good God, no, no. Well, you can't, I, cats are tough. Yeah, they, I, I had for Kirby. We got Percy now, but Kirby was was my boy. I would have. I had a couple collars, but they were just regular collars. Yeah. Uh, one had like skull and crossbones on it. Another one had a Celtic Aww. design, and then the other one was just a, a regular collar. So yeah. I, I had a couple different collars. Yeah. But they weren't anything different than just a regular collar. Well, and, right. and that's the thing, Mike. My, my, you know, my dogs. You know, Elliot has a. You know. A collar that has when he's when he's going out for the night, he's mm. got a, you know a fancy bow tie. <laughs> it's a bow tie collar, sure. but you know gentleman. what? It's a collar, yeah. right? And the co- the bow tie can sit wherever it, you know he's not embarrassed. <laughs> I think <laughs> my my sister dresses her dogs up. She's got the chihuahua, the mini chihuahua stuff, and they're just all the time. It just every holiday, she's like, oh, here's uh, you know Ziggy or Piggy or Stiggy or whatever Piggy. it is. Ziggy. Uh, in a in a different outfit. And I it's think, like poor creature. And when people say, Oh yeah, he's used to it, I think they just lose their will to live. <laughs> more Kill so than just now. getting used to being put dressed a sombrero up. on him. Or... It's a belt, eh? It is a belt. That's like the seventh time. Are you okay man. there, Samantha? Like yeah, sorry, I was just reading something. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> actually a friend of mine posted a picture of his dog dressed up as Han Solo. Oh, the dog looked goals. actually happy about it. Because he was the only dog doing it. Well, it's Han Solo. So. Yeah. Han Solo is pretty cool. Yeah. I would name my child Han Solo. You know what? Okay. I always thought Han Solo yeah. was another term for masturbation. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's hand solo. Oh, hand solo. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I got a, I got a a potty problem with a a seven year old Doberman, Brian. See what you can do with this one. So uh, Mm -hmm. so my seven year old uh, male Doberman has been marking in the house for several years. He usually picks a hard surface, except for when in the bedroom, then he pees alongside the bed. I decided to be a lot tougher with him and uh, keep him in his crate. Uh, so, uh, how long can I leave him, uh, in the crate? Uh, and how can I keep him from peeing on things? I'm at my wits end. Help me please. Well, here's the, the problem is it's a, it's an older dog yep. that's been doing this for several years, several years. <laughs> and, and now you're trying and to, and now you're trying to solve yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you know what? I would recommend that they, they just, uh, wipe the slate clean and just, oh, Assume or or they treat the dog like it's a brand new puppy. Mm, okay. Get him on a feeding schedule. Take him outside every few minutes until you you know praise him when he goes outside mm. in the right spot or wherever you have. Because you can't teach an older dog a new trick. You can because how, okay. well, with housebreaking it's a matter sure. of habits. Okay. Um, but and then everywhere the dog has gone in the house, and when they when someone says, "Oh yeah, he goes in this area, or he tends to go in that area," you got to clean it with a urine neutralizer, something mm-hmm. with an enzyme cleaner. Yeah, in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Otherwise, they're just going to go back. That, to that nature's miracle is good stuff. Nature's miracle is really I, good stuff. I live, yeah. I live by that. Yeah, and uh, it's a, it's a cleaner that you have to put it on and leave the area damp because yeah. it's a, a kind of an enzyme action. It's got to eat up the the ammonia and uh, and it'll it'll get rid of it for you. And it's pretty safe on just about any surface. So, uh, yeah, Nature's Miracle or some sort of enzymatic cl- uh, cleaner will will do the trick for you. Hmm. All right. And then uh, I get my dog new toys. My dog loves toys. But as soon as she gets them, she just utterly destroys them. Why does why do dogs do that? Uh, why do they destroy? You know what? Um, years ago, this lady, I saw, I met her at a trade show. She had this like crate wear, she called it. So the, uh, to dress up dog crates, she made this material that went around the, the crates. Uh-huh. And she was telling me how expensive this was. And I was like, really, really nice material. And I said, um, aren't you, you know, what, what do you do when the dog chews this up? And she said, well, this stuff is like wh- however much a yard. She goes, why yeah. would a dog chew up such nice fabric? <laughs> the dog doesn't know. The dog doesn't know that that's his toy. And, it, you know, he, he thinks it's something that, you know, he can chew and he's going to He's going to destroy it, have at it. With dogs like that that chew things up very quickly, got to be really careful. Don't get them raw hides and things that can, uh, right. you know, they can swallow and get bound up in them. So, um, you know, the, the best for dogs that like to chew, <laughs> like to chew things up real quick is uh, uh, latex rubber toys. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think All I the dogs is like going. the bondage. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, Sam, do that for Google latex rubber toys. Uh, no, oh, don't, 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 don't. No, no, no. Yeah, I already do know that. what's going to come up. Yeah, why don't. would you? Why? Don't, don't do that. God, don't. guys. <laughs> <laughs> we just want some examples for Brian just yeah. to illustrate. No, don't. Don't do that. That's mean. Yeah, I'm looking at pictures here of dogs in costumes. Bed, Bath, and Beyond was the first thing that came up, so. And they're not, they're all dog toys. Look at that. They are, seriously. <laughs> are you disappointed? Oh. <laughs> oh, you actually did it? Yeah. See, oh, see, so my, my I, li- I wasn't. Guys. See, okay. my, my little girl, like my smallest of the three dogs I have. Is that Pearl? She, Pearl. Yeah. Is, she's the one that will destroy every, it doesn't matter what the toy is. And I actually had to spend three days going out while she pooped. Mm-hmm. To check for the ear that she swallowed, 
And it was like December 22nd. I went, and the poop, oh, there it is. There's the ear. (laughs) Because I'm like, you know, because if it gets stuck in her, I was like, I'm like, hence the reason she doesn't get toys anymore. But see, that's the reason for the latex rubber dog toys. They're very, the latex rubber is very, very soft. Yeah. Yeah. And it passes through them pretty readily. And it's it's actually hard for them to destroy because it stretches so much. And uh, so it's, yeah, the latex rubber toys are the, the dog toys you'll pick up and think, oh, my dog will chew this up in five seconds because yeah. it's so soft. But they usually uh, tend to keep them around a little bit. And if they do swallow it, it's not a, not a huge deal. All right. I might have to try, I might have yeah. to try that out. So yeah. um, I just learned something new. There you yeah. go. That's why, you, that's why Animal Talk I, is. This is a great show. Yeah. So, Greg, you have a pretty old cat at 18 years. Yes. So what do you, there's a, they, they found a shark earlier this year that was pretty old. <laughs> Mm-hmm. How old the do you Megalodon? think? The Megalodon? It's just, <laughs> I also have the shark in my basement. <laughs> it's, it's a segue. It's not a very good one. No, I'm just kidding. No, I love it was, you. I've been drinking. It was, it, was, it, was, it was better than my segue. Oh, you got a dog. How about that legalized marijuana in Canada? <laughs> You guys. <laughs> Can we get to the old fucking shark right now? <laughs> Speaking of dogs, have you seen my appendix shark? <laughs> uh, how old do you think a shark could get to be? Uh, 77. 1,000 okay. years old. 1,000 years old. I would see, say at its a, oldest, a weren't million, sharks, a buck fifty, one hundred and fifty years old, one hundred fifty. Yeah. Weren't no, sharks see, alive and, during? See, and I was gonna see, and I was gonna go into like the couple hundreds, like two hundred fifty, three hundred years old. So a four hundred year old shark what? is hey, found I was, living I was the closest in the Arctic. Oh, wait, no, I, no, I, I would have won. Price, price is right. right. There yeah, we go. Closest without going over. Four hundred, four hundred year old shark found living in the Arctic could be the oldest living vertebrate. That's right. So scientists have made a startling discovery where they found a shark whose age is estimated at at least 392 years. How big is it? Yes, a Greenland shark has been found in the Arctic region, could very well be the oldest living vertebrae on the planet. Researchers published in the Journal of Science, uh, yep, the researchers have measured the creature. The sonar they used to to detect it, they heard these faint sounds that sounded like, you kids get off my lawn! (laughs) (laughs) Just kind of You kids get off my seaweed! <laughs> Weed. Oh. <laughs> Get off my millennium. Uh, so yeah, researchers measured the creature and estimated that it could be born as early as 1505. Yep, known to live in temperatures less than negative one degree Celsius. That's like in back. What in is the that, Columbus Greg? Days. Negative one degree Celsius. You're the. That would you're be the... 30 Fahrenheit. Okay, fair play. That's He's about a, that's about know. 16 pounds, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got this, Greg. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's uh, it can swim as deep as uh, seventy two hundred feet and okay. weigh more than a ton, and that's T O N N E ton. <laughs> so here's my question, honey. Wow. Now the shark they found is it still alive? It is. It is. According to reports, the shark measured eighteen feet in length, and its length, which is reported. Uh, reportedly can mean the shark can be anywhere between uh, 272 to 512 years old. The species grows, and this is how they know, because this particular species grows at a rate of one centimeter a year. Uh, and so by measuring that at the, uh, uh, what did we say, 18 feet? Mm-hmm. Um, We're going to have to that, do uh, It was in, then you got to go back. So it's the oldest among 28 Greenland sharks that are analyzed. So there's 28 of these big old Greenland sharks uh, that are pretty darn old. It has a lifespan estimated of 400 years. Uh, so he's like at the peak of his life. 
But he's uh, he spends his time swimming around looking for mates. How many teeth? How many how many teeth does he have left? Oh, determining the exact age of the yeah, it's like <laughs> you get a little shark dentures. That's it. Uh, so uh, aging a shark like this is tricky business. Researchers use a technique called eye lens radiocarbon dating. Uh, the eye lenses of all vertebrates continue to grow with uh, as the animal matures through life, huh. adding layers like an onion. Um, so in the late 1950s, uh, atmospheres test as atmo. Test of the atmosphere. <laughs> atmospheric. <laughs> atmosphere. I couldn't do atmos- atmospheric. Another, another uh, Zim's vodka there, uh, yep. Jimmy? Uh, and thermal nuclear weapons caused uh, big and easily detectable spikes in the amount of radiocarbon uh, in the creatures. And so, yeah, this helps them in their dating. So, yeah, so it's uh, a 400-year-old shack. Huh. That's nutty. That is incredible. I, a- I never would have guessed. Uh, you know, but I, did you hear where Sam was going with it? She's no. like, where there were... There were sharks a million years ago, but it's it's not the same shark. <laughs> it's the same shark. That's uh, and is what's his name? Jeff. Steve. I like Jeff. Actually, yeah. Jeff the shark. Hi, yeah. I'm Jeff. <laughs> My name wow. is Jeff. Now I'd be kind of like, hi, I'm Jeff. How you doing? <laughs> that is an old shark. What about the megalodon, though? What's a megalodon? Say? You don't know what the megalodon That's is? That's like a Jurassic no. style. Yeah, shark. no, they're like the. It's like supposed to be like. Yeah, a giant shark, and it's supposed to be still alive, apparently. Huh. Huh. You watch too much, too many movies. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I watch <laughs> all those shark movies. Hey, Sam, knock, knock. Who's there? The shark. The shark who? So I've been waiting for 400 years. Open the damn door. <laughs> that wasn't even... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was fun. <laughs> yeah. oh. I just made that up. <laughs> Look what I could do. <laughs> but I haven't been alive for 400 years, so how could it know? Like, what if I just moved there? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you got a Jesus out of Brian. <laughs> what do you call a dog magician? <laughs> a labracadabrador. <laughs> <laughs> we do bad animal jokes at the end. <laughs> Oh, I like that one, a labracadabrator. That's a mouthful. I want to leave that one there. Uh, I, 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 that's all I got for today. Yeah, same. That's I it. I planned that guest, and then I done messed it up, and uh, then we started. Ah, that was us out. Late. We were outside smoking cigars. I could have done it without you fools. So you I don't should've. know what I was doing. You should have. Yeah. Hey Sam. Hey what? What did the uh, What did the bat say to the vampire? Hello. You s- <laughs> you suck. <laughs> 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 Right. <laughs> where's, the, where's the outro music? No, that's it. Well, it's there. It's playing. It's already underneath us. Is it? Yeah. It is. It is. Wait, wait. We could sing it. <laughs> All right. Hey, Sam. Have an exotic week. We didn't even do jokes. Oh, <laughs> so we did. <laughs> we did. I love you guys. We, okay. We can cut that out and post that. Yeah. Yeah, we can cut that in post. Can you say it again? Have an exotic week. Kiss your wild thing for me.